Hi, my name is Titi Mutendi and you are listening to Enterprising Families Podcast. Welcome to the world of Enterprising Families where we discuss the issues of governance, next gen and looking at how families of wealth and family businesses growing into families of wealth can preserve their wealth, become better as they go forward into a new generation. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of Enterprising Families and on this episode of Enterprising Families I have got with me the amazing Melissa Mitchell Blitch and she's going to be talking to me about differences not having to be decisive and I I, I know everyone is going like what does that mean and as I was saying to Melissa before we started recording that sometimes it's okay to agree to disagree so we're going to explore that in depth and I'll just like to welcome you, Melissa, and thank you for joining me. Thank you so much, Titi. I'm, gl- I'm grateful to be here and to talk about differences. Like you said, you can agree to disagree, but un- unfortunately, too often, we don't take that strategy and we let them divide us. They let, we let them be divisive. Mm-hmm. And so we're hoping to bring some help and hope to family members today of how the differences between them may be less divisive. Mm, most definitely and before we jump into our topic of today can you just tell my audience a little bit about you so that they get to know what it is that you do I'm glad to well TC my focus like you is helping enterprising families and I came to this work initially as a CPA working in estate planning and helping families and getting a glimpse into their lives to see how challenging that interdependence can be Mm -hmm. money enterprise, business, in addition to their family relationships, and really felt like I wished our families had someone who understood the financial dynamics, the business dynamics, but also the psychology and the family dynamics. And back Mm in the late 90s, I could not find anyone who did that work. Mm -hmm. We did not have the internet and its robustness like we do today. And it just kept tugging at me. There is a need here. Mm -hmm. Someone needs to help. And over a period of years of not finding that someone, I said, maybe this is my call in life. And I sensed it was. So I left finance in 2003 Mm -hmm. to to study psychology and I've been immersed in psychology ever since. Mm -hmm. And I am that person who works with families at that intersection of business and family to help them, in part, figure out how the differences between them don't have to be divisive. Most definitely. So I think right now with 2020, a lot has gone on this year. We've pretty much been put into a tumble dryer and it's been put on spin. (laughs) And then... Um, I, at some point in time, I think someone is going to open the door and let us out and we're just going to be dizzy from just the, the after effects of being in this tumble dryer that is 2020. And I think we have seen um, major differences play out on the global stage. One of them, I think, was um, the U.S. election that uh, had everybody captivated for the longest time. And I think also across the African continent, we've had just so many um, differences of opinion and differences in um, the ways we do things. So you can only imagine if that is all happening on a macro level where everybody can see it, what is happening in an enterprising family on a micro level within the family members? What are these differences that we're having that don't have to be decisive? 
So my first question is, can we have differences that are not dis- dis- divisive? And <laughs> what is a difference that is divisive? Hmm. Well, good point. So DC, I like to start at, at the very beginning, your question of, can we have differences that are not divisive? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because you and I being separate human beings, mm-hmm. individuals, itself is a difference. <laughs> and you and I are each, each unique. And, mm-hmm. and I always say we have a right to be unique. We were created to be unique. Mm-hmm. And we have a desire to be in relationship. We have a need to be in relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's where, where the challenge of the opportunity comes. How can you and I, how can any two people choose to be in a relationship and have a healthy relationship that honors that simple fact that we are individuals, we are inherently different, at at least in some ways, but yet we choose to create this relationship together. Um, And and so how can we navigate our differences without them being divisive, whether Mm -hmm. it's politics, like you mentioned, whether it's, whether it's race, it's religion, it's, you know, what kind of food do you want for dinner? I mean, there's so many things, both, you know, some that are significant to us and some that are, you know, trivial, Mm -hmm. but it's funny, we can, we can get triggered even by the trivial things and start to, you know, go at each other as if they really are significant. Mm -hmm. And just to get to your second point a minute ago, I will say that I believe there are some differences that really are divided. So there may be some differences between people that makes it very, very difficult, if not uh, impossible, to have a healthy relationship. And in those rare instances, you know, it's wise to have boundaries and separation to protect. Um, and maybe something will change over time and we can come back to that. But those really are rare exceptions. Mm-hmm. Most of our differences are matters of preference, maybe differences of values. Mm-hmm. But they're not a matter of right or wrong, mm-hmm. better or worst. They just are differences. Mm-hmm. So two things popped in my head as you were talking. Firstly, maybe let's take two, three steps back and define what are differences. Because I'm different, I'm just thinking the word itself differences mean that there's it's dissimilar, it's not things that we that we agree on. So uh, the assumption is that when there's a difference, that means we both don't agree on something or are not seeing this, 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 the same thing the same way. For example, there's this dress that once went viral on the internet. And I don't know if you remember it. And it, the, the question that had been posed on social media was what color is this dress? And there were people who saw blue, there were people who saw white, there were people who saw gold, there were people who saw red. And obviously everybody stood by their answer because that is what they were seeing, not necessarily the color of the dress itself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so any number of things, even the monitor settings. hmm you know, could have affected how that picture looked. And mm-hmm. so sometimes it is, this is, this is from my perspective, the reality that I see. Mm-hmm. I, I use the, do you know what a Rubik's cube is? That little yes. uh, toy that has all the different colors. Yeah. I have one of those and I'll hold it up for people and I'll be like, what do you see? Mm-hmm. And they'll tell like, how many yellows do you see? You know, and somebody will say there are, you know, five yellows on this side, but then somebody else will see a different side of the Rubik's cube and they'll be like, no, there's only one. There's mm-hmm. only one yellow. 
<laughs> be like, yes, but y'all are only seeing a part of this whole, you know, toy. Mm-hmm. And so part of it is just the perspective, the vantage point that we are looking at something, but it is, it's, it is different and it may be perspective. It may be opinion. It may be reality. It may be a limited number of facts mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. available, but some common ones with family enterprises are, you know, do you, for the owners of the business, let's say, you know, some of them may value growth. Mm-hmm. They don't need income generated from they don't the business at this point in time. So they're like, let's reinvest it and let's grow this company. Mm-hmm. Somebody else may say, no, I'm in a stage of my life where I need income from this business. Mm-hmm. So I prioritize income. You prioritize growth. It's you can't you know, absolutely do either of those. So how do we do that? Mm-hmm. How do we as as co-owners, how do we navigate those differences of priorities mm-hmm. or succession? You know, some some family members, some family enterprises will value, you know, uh, choosing the successor based upon merit mm-hmm. and others may choose, you know, based upon it's, you know, it's the oldest son or, or some other form of, of tradition. So these are some of the common differences in family businesses that can be divisive because, because we can't have it both ways. We can't purely prioritize growth and purely prioritize income. We've got to figure out a, some sort of middle ground or some sort of compromise. And those are things that are, you know, can be important, can have a significant impact on one's life, one's business, one's family. Mm-hmm. And so trying to figure out when it can't be, you know, it's all or nothing, or it can't be all one or all the other. Mm-hmm. Now, now what? Both about the matter, but about the relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the question would be, what causes or what are factors that sometimes play into differences? Ask me that question in another way, please. I want to be sure I understand. Okay. So um, I'm sure when there's differences between people, there are underlying factors that um, from the vantage point that the person is, like you said, on, on that Rubik's Cube. One person is seeing yellow, the other person is seeing blue, the other person is seeing red. So what are the factors in real life as as we are navigating um, any discussions or issues that come up within um, differences between people? Are they caused by the setup which they live in? Are they caused by their belief system where one family member might decide, okay, I decide me to be Christian And another family member might say, I've decided to be Muslim. And then when they come to the family table and they have to chair a a meeting or have a discussion, their differences are brought up by simply by their belief systems or what they've chosen to live their life. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I would say everything that you listed and many more things can contribute to us having the opinion, the preference, the priorities that we have. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there's so many reasons why we can differ. And some of them are very important, Mm -hmm. such as one's religion, Mm -hmm. even one's political, you know, preferences, life, life history and experience, you know, Mm -hmm. their season of life and what their genuine needs are. Mm -hmm. So many things, countless things can contribute to us having preferences, having preferences that differ. And again, some of them are in meaningful ways. So how do we, how do we have a healthy relationship that honors you and me and our relationship? 
and just the the fact that those differences exist and some of them are irreconcilable like you said agree to disagree they're just going to stay the same it's not that you're going to come my way or I'm going to go yours mm -hmm. they're going to continue to exist but how can we have a healthy relationship sometimes because of but also in spite of mm -hmm. the differences that started between us Mm -hmm. Because some, I'll just I'll elaborate on that. Some differences draw us together. You know, a traditional example is, you know, let's say in a couple mm -hmm. where maybe the, the wife focuses on raising the children and the mm -hmm. husband focuses on, you know, generating the income. Those are differences, maybe of skill sets, of focus of time and energy, complementary differences. Yes. So we like complementary differences, uh -huh. but those one <laughs> competing differences are the ones that can get under our skin so easily. Mm -hmm. And again, not just be a difference, but be a difference that's divisive. I start, you know, we start acting against each other, undermining the quality of our relationship because of those differences. Instead of saying, hey, you know, again, I'll go back to the growth and income. You value growth. I value income. Neither of those are right or wrong, but what are some opportunities for us to, to achieve some of both of those? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm just Work thinking, together against that difference. I'm just thinking, um, let's look at the word divisive. So when you're looking at the word divisive, it has, um, I think it, it has a sinister meaning, a looming meaning where it's people use those differences to create a divide or use it in a way that is not productive or healthy um, for, for the family. And I think we've heard so many times of unhealthy conflicts and we've heard um, so many times of, um, like I said, irreconcilable differences. How can we, or what is the best way to ensure that no matter if there's differences, we prioritize the right thing and don't allow the differences to be used with div di divisiveness, <laughs> divisiveness to then tear apart a relationship or a family. Mm -hmm. okay. I would say perspective. So if, um, it, because it does, the word divisive comes from divide. Mm -hmm. And so if we want to figure out a way that the differences between us don't have to divide us. I say one initial step is where we started just to remember, you have a right to be you, uniquely you, separate from me, and I have a right to be uniquely me. I'm just gonna go back to the growth and income. You have a right to, to value growth. Mm -hmm. I have a right to value income. And those differences don't mean you're selfish, you're short-sighted, you just don't understand, you don't care about me. So first about that perspective, you have a right to be different from me mm -hmm. and it's not against me. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be against me. Mm -hmm. And I have a right to be different than you, have a value of preferences different than you and it doesn't have to be against you. Mm -hmm. So if we can be intentional to not personalize and judge the difference, that puts us on a, a team where instead of like going, you know, like head to head about this, we can kind of stand shoulder to, to shoulder, so to speak, and say, okay, this is the, you know, this is the task before us. This is the challenge before us. How can we go at it mm -hmm. together as a team wanting to reach a mutually agreeable solution and protect our relationship instead of fighting each other? Mm -hmm. Let's fight this. Let's tackle this challenge together. Mm -hmm. And so, again, the perspective of this doesn't have to be a divisive difference. I can say it's not personal. 
let me not judge it. And also let me choose is, you know, is this difference worth sacrificing and losing this relationship over? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Most of the time, not. Mm. And so if I can take, you know, aspects of a mindset into the dialogue, mm -hmm. that can help, help us to, again, tackle it together mm -hmm. instead of being divisive and fighting each other about it. Mm. And how important is it, especially when you find that there's, there's a, a huge difference that's causing conflict and is becoming divisive, um, to also reflect on those things we do agree on and find it as a common meeting place and say, right, we agree on the, this. So that means there's a lot of things we already agree on. And because we're not twins as humans, and even when you do have twins, they can be identical, but there is a way to identify them that makes them uniquely theirs. And it could be just their fingerprints. So let's just say that fingerprint, that unique set of prints that's yours that tells you that you are unique is what is causing the difference because as much as you're similar and as much as you have uh, a fundamental agreement on a lot of things it's okay to not always agree on everything right such a good point tc so mm -hmm. like you're saying, even with the folks who are the most biologically the same with twins, there's still differences mm -hmm. between them. And so what I hear you adding again is that more perspective. We want to be in relationship because mm -hmm. there's probably more alike between us or complementary differences between us that we want to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so if we can remember that as well, that's, that's what we're fighting for. Mm -hmm. to continue to maintain the relationship and enjoy those similarities, enjoy those complementary differences can help it, can help this one thing, maybe mm -hmm. this one difference that we, that it is wanting to divide us mm -hmm. to, to be in perspective. No, it's much more important to me to protect and preserve, to honor you, to honor our relationship and to not let this difference divide us. And that's what we see so often. In enterprising families, some sort of difference in the family, you know, arena can ripple over and affect the business. Sometimes it, you know, it's divided, it goes under. So, and, and the other way as well, so many times a difference at the, in the family, in the business enterprise can cause conflict um, and division in mm -hmm. those relationships and the families divide. Mm -hmm. So with family enterprises, there's more opportunity to differ with the same people because you're mm -hmm. sharing so many roles of life with them mm -hmm. and there's so much at stake. So that's why, you know, for any of us, knowing how to navigate difference as well is important. And mm -hmm. I would say for family, inter family enterprising families, there's just so much at stake. It's mm -hmm. crucial. <laughs> Differences are natural, conflict is normal, but learning how to do it well so it's not divisive is so crucial for families in business because there's so much at stake. Right. Um, I think one of the most important thing that uh, caught my attention there is knowing how to do it well. Um, I'm thinking, how do I do well when it comes to conflict? Um, and I'm just thinking of myself. I tend to, my first reaction when there is conflict or differences is to think about self because we naturally are self-protective and we can feel that somebody is hurting us or is attacking us if they don't automatically 
agree with us or see the same point of view. How do I or how does a family member who's finding themselves in the midst of conflict and there's more than just one person they're having a uh, the difference in opinion is and they feel that the difference of opinion is based on something that they've taken they're taking personally and automatically it's hurting them and they're feeling like they're being attacked how do what is the best way for such an individual to navigate that ability to take a step back and say well it's not really about me as a person mm. but then we just don't agree that perspective and and you're right so often when there's a difference between two members of a family other members of the family either in fact or in association get into that conflict and so in that situation specifically if it if it really is between two people mm -hmm. my geometry teacher said the shortest distance between two two points is a straight line mm -hmm. so if there's conflict between two people the shortest point the shortest distance the greatest opportunity to navigate that difference is for the two of them to to talk, you know, to address it together and not bring in, you know, other family members and spread the conflict and spread the drama. If you need someone to help support you, prepare for that maybe difficult conversation, that's one thing, mm -hmm. but not intentionally trying to draw other family members in to, you know, be on your side, pit them against the other person, you know, get all of that drama going. It's, it's better to be direct. Mm -hmm. And I know there are cultural influences in there. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're talking about, we can feel hurt when somebody has a different, when there's a difference, we can feel hurt by it. And sometimes we can catastrophize, you know, I would just really kind of blow that up. That is a super big deal. You have hurt me and that is a super big deal, but there's a difference between hurt and harm. Yes. And, and actually you have a right to make choices and that that actually hurt me that are an inconvenience to me that may go against some of my priorities and you have a right to 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 do that and it's it not be selfish it'd it be okay mm -hmm. for for example i'll just use an easy example let's let's say you know i say titsi do you want to come to dinner with me tonight and you say I can't, you know, I've got this other commitment or I, it's just not a good night for me. Mm -hmm. I can feel hurt by that. No, mm -hmm. but you have a right to, to have that. No. Mm -hmm. And if I catastrophize that and personalize that, it could, it could be harm to our relationship. Mm -hmm. You're selfish. You don't care, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and that difference grows because of the significance that I attach to it, the motives that I assume, you know, you made that decision from, Mm -hmm. But if I say that did hurt, I really wanted to spend some of our evening together mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm going to miss that. Mm -hmm. um, it can be hurt without kind of, again, those ripple effects growing, mm -hmm. being harmed to our relationship. I just mm -hmm. accept, you know, I'm not going to always get my way. Mm -hmm. You have a right to tell me no. And at times I want to be able to tell you no, not because I'm against you. I'm for you and I'm for our relationship, but there are just going to be times that the demands and the priorities on our time and our energy and our money mm -hmm. mean that we will tell each other no sometimes. And mm -hmm. how can we do that? that simple <laughs> telling each other no without letting it be personalized and judged assuming what their motives are and letting it be you know kind of the thorn in the side of, of our relationship but just to acknowledge that it hurt acknowledge that it was painful but accept it agree to disagree and then move on 
you know what I, I absolutely feel love that answer because um, it, it sheds a lot of light on a lot of conflicts that happen between people or um, a lot of disagreements that then become bigger come from just the slightest difference that becomes amplified. And like you're saying, like the example you gave was so apt. Um, when we ask to, to spend time with somebody, we don't really go into in-depth as in why it's important to us or why we want to spend time with somebody. We also then assume that we have the right to ask this person and they must comply. They must say yes. But as you pointed out, it, it's, it will only impact the relationship if I take it the wrong way when they've exercised their right to say, you know what, in this moment, at this time, I can't give you this time that you need. I can't give you this that you've requested for. And um, instead, sometimes of asking the reasoning towards it, we take it offensively. We think they don't want to be with me or they don't want to spend their time with me or I am not important. And you can see all the uh, reasons that we then add to why they have said no may have nothing at all to do with the reason, with the reason they said no. But automatically because they have said no to us we're taking that and it hurts and in the long term if we don't reflect on it it can cause harm because it can destroy a relationship it can make every other thing after that interaction negative hmm. how do you think um as as we're communicating as we are navigating a world where we will have differences they will occur whether we like to or not what is the best advice that you can give to people as they go about their daily business especially when then they're juggling family as well as business because they're going to be conflicts that come from differences that come from people who work from the business who are not family members who will start colliding and having differences with family members who have ownership in the business and work for the business or family members who don't have ownership in the business but work for the business. What um, key um, ideas or to-dos can you share that will help people become more conscious about identifying differences and making sure that they don't blow up? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm actually going to pick up on one that you just mentioned. It's communication. Mm -hmm. So I could have said, PC, can we spend some time together this evening? And you said, no, it's really not convenient for me. And one reason I could get like bitter and angry about it is it's important to me. There was an important conversation that I didn't let you know about. Mm -hmm. And I can get mad at you for saying no when I didn't even share that piece of information with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you talked about being clear in our request. It's not just, hey, I'd like to share some time with you this evening. Is it convenient for you? It's there's something I would really like to have some time with you for us to discuss. It's important to me. Would tonight be a good time? And that way you have more information about what I'm actually asking for. Mm -hmm. which helps you to make an informed decision. And mm -hmm. it still may not be a good evening, but you know this is something important to Melissa. Mm -hmm. So let me respond to that. I want to thank you for letting me know there's something that we need to talk about. I want to have that conversation. I didn't sleep well last night. So tonight is actually not going to be a good time for me to show up mm -hmm. the way I know you want me to for this conversation. What if we did it you know, Saturday morning instead? Mm 
Mm-hmm. So part of it is just being, you know, transparent, being open and honest about what we, what we want mm-hmm. and what we need, but mm-hmm. then also being empathic and kind <laughs> that whenever we don't get our way, we don't get our first preference Mm -hmm. Um, and empathic and kind when we give a no you know there's a there's more than one way to say no and we can Mm -hmm. say no in a way that says you know I care about you and I want to honor this request um, at a different point in time Mm -hmm. or we can say no in a way that's more divisive with harsh sharp you know tone to it that sounds more like a rejection Mm -hmm. so I think that's kind of two two strategies is to to make known exactly what you're asking for, to be open mm-hmm. in that communication, mm-hmm. and then to be empathic and and kind, mm-hmm. which, which our world can can always use. And and again, we're saying no to someone. Being empathic and kind in our no can help it to land, mm-hmm. you know, more more softly. With they know that um, we care about them, we care about the relationship, mm-hmm. that it's not against them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and can make that now easier to receive. Brilliant. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me today on Enterprising Families. Thank you so much for sharing and imparting and also making us more aware that we don't always have to agree and it's okay to agree to disagree. Is there any last parting words you'd like to share with my audience today to just um, get them on their way to becoming um, more able to be undivisive well dc you have summarized it so well for us just simply remembering that differences do not have to be divisive we can agree to disagree remembering what's important those relationships not personalizing you know watching out for that automatic tendency to personalize and judge differences to remember what we have in common but there's typically more in common more that we share than more that may want to divide us and so be very intentional about our hearts and our minds Mm -hmm. as we approach differences with family with friends with um, co-workers and to be intentional to not let it divide us and take from us things that are probably even more important than that decision you're trying to reach just be intentional to not let that difference divide awesome thank you so so much melissa my pleasure thank you for the opportunity to be here today (music) 